Hey, Edith. Hey, Christy. I got a series of soup recipes. Oh, do you want the detailed pages or just the condensed version? Oh, 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 no. You gotta stop. Hi, I'm Christy. And I'm Edith. We're backyard gardeners from Colorado. And neighbors. And friends. These days, gardening has gotten very popular. And we've noticed more and more people picking our brains for tips and troubleshooting about gardening. We're not experts. We just learned a lot about gardening from the mistakes we made along the way. So welcome to Upside Down Tulips, a fun podcast that celebrates gardening gone wrong. Upside Down Tulips. Hi, everybody. Hello. And hello, especially to people who right this second are working in the garden. Huh, Christy? And a big... Thank you to people who don't even garden at all. That's right, and still listen. We love you so much. Christy, it's nice to see you. Speaking of love, it's been a tough week. Don't you think a little bit tough on people? Has it? Yeah. A little. Yeah. So do you know what deja mu is? Deja mu? Deja mu. No. It's the feeling that we've heard all this bull before. Oh my goodness, that's great. (laughs) Isn't that good? Yeah. I had to say it. That's really, really good. <laughs> okay. And I want to say to you, Edith, yeah. that what's happening right now are, because we record on Thursdays, Yes, is the Broncos are playing. Oh, what's left of them, right. <laughs> yeah. But don't you, I was just thinking you would be really disappointed to miss the Bronco game today. I will be really disappointed Well, maybe after we record this, we can go up and watch a little bit. Maybe we can. And we'll see how they're doing. A fan should be a fan through thick and through thin. That's right. right. And times are very thin. Very, very thin. It's okay. (laughs) But you know what? There's good news. There's good news. A couple of nice things happened this week. My sister, Norice, sent me some deoxidizers, and I brought you some. A deoxidizer? Is that for red wine? No, but you know, that sounds so good. No, it deoxidizes those little things that you put in seeds that you find in pills and stuff. Oh, yes. keep things dry. Yes. So she sent me some. Oh, how she, nice. Well, she we heard talked us on, about this before. Which is why she sent it. She and heard seed us talk thing. about it. Yeah. So I brought some for you. And they're always at the bottom of your, when you buy a new purse. They're, they're, they're in a lot of places. Hers were in a um, dog treat bag. Um, tr- she, really? She, yeah, she is a uh, five-dog gardener, which means that <laughs> she can her gardens, you know. So I have a feeling we'll be getting a lot of these deoxidizers. Oh, that's, that'll be really nice because I need to dry out those tomato seeds yeah. that I've been processing. And make sure so. they're absolutely dry. Yeah. Well, the other nice thing was uh, one of our listeners, one of our new listeners, lives across the street from me. She just moved here from San Francisco. Wow. And a couple of weeks ago, I gave her some basil which she put in a glass of water. I said, if you put it in a glass of water, it'll mm-hmm. stay fresh. Like, like a flower. Treat it like a flower. And it sprouted. Yes. She, she said to me today, she goes, I have never grown anything in my life. And I got so excited. She goes, you've changed the path of my life. Oh, She goes, your, wow. your, your guys' podcast changed me. That's wonderful. Isn't that cool? It always reminds me like when you were in kindergarten and you had that little styrofoam cup and that little piece of soil and then the bean. The bean. And you put the bean in there mm-hmm. and it grew and it was amazing. Like, Well, she's young. Grow. Maybe they don't do that stuff anymore. They uh, should. Yeah. You know, she's a millennial. I have some good news too. What's your good news? We got a 
Apple review. <gasps> That's really good news. So let me pull it up here. Um, this is from Lauren. She gave us a five-star review. Uh-huh. And she says, best and most fun. I'm not a gardener, but I live vicariously through Christy and Edith's Upside Down Tulips podcast. So much fun. Oh, that's really nice. And I think it's interesting that you don't have to be a gardener. It is. And didn't we say at the very beginning we wanted to create a community? Yeah. Not just of gardeners, but mm-hmm. of like-minded people. Yes. That want to laugh together. <laughs> you it know, mm-hmm. I learned how to drive late in life. And I've only been a driver for about maybe 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. I remember. But before then, I loved car talk. I didn't know. I still don't know that much about cars. Mm-hmm. But I still loved that show. You know, Christy, believe it or not, we don't re- we don't rehearse this and we don't have a script, but you just segued me into a story I was going to tell. Yeah? A beautiful segue. It's a story I call the Upside Down Edith story. <laughs> this happened to me this week. I went to have my car serviced and it was at the dealer. So, you know, it's this big fancy room with a giant TV. So everyone is in there. They're watching the TV and in the corner behind them is this gigantic chair. It's an easy chair, like Nagahide. Uh-huh. It's a, what do you call it, massage chair. Oh, nice. So I thought, this is the best. So I sat in it, and there was a remote. And I'm playing around with the remote, and it starts bringing my legs up and my head down when I drop to the remote on the ground. And it kept moving. It kept moving until I was literally upside down. Oh, no. I couldn't get out. You were literally upside down. I was literally upside down. I couldn't get, I couldn't ask. It's a pandemic. What am I going to say to people? Yes. Come over here and pull me out of this. Plus, it's too embarrassing to do that. So I kind of rolled over as hard as I could and like tumbled out the side <laughs> of this chair. The torture chair. The torture chair. How many other people have that happened to, I wonder? Well, that explains why nobody was nobody, in this chair. Yes, they all nobody, knew. they must have known. Oh, so that's my upside down Edith story. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Bad. Okay, so well, I was gonna say, yeah. Um, uh, what's what are we doing today, huh? What are we doing today? We're gonna um, today we're talking about harvest recipes. Yes, we're gonna share share some letters from the mailbag, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm very also excited about next week because we're gonna start talking about fall garden cleanup mm-hmm. and prep. It's, it's a real transition time, and I, I, I'm excited to talk about it. And after that is Halloween. Yes. Our Halloween show. We decided, folks, to have a Halloween show, and we need your help because we want your help to help us populate it with your pumpkin stories, your scary stories, uh-huh. your costume fails. If you had, you know, the zucchini that ate your dog, anything like that. <laughs> Send that in. And you know what else I was thinking, Christy? Hmm. So I can't be the only one with embarrassing stories. Maybe sometime in February when we all need a laugh, maybe our listeners will send in some embarrassing stories. Yeah. Upside down. Upside down stories. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, please do stay in touch with us. And let us put your stories on the air as it were. Yeah. Send us your Halloween stories at upside down at gmail or upside down tulips.com. Perfect. All right. Christy. Yes. How was your garden? Well, it's interesting because I feel like everything is really slowing down. It's so obvious, isn't it? 
Uh, one big thing is I don't have to water every day. I don't do that either. I water once, maybe once every three days now. I actually, there were two whole days. I didn't even go out into the garden at all. Wow. And then I went and went, wow. I mean, things are still growing. Mm -hmm. Things are still happening. Um, it's gotten weedy, a little weedy. And I thought, oh, I could go out there and weed. I'm like, nah, I'm fine. Yeah, let's wait till it rains. You know, and then we had yeah. some nights where it got it dipped below 40. Did you cover? No. I didn't either. I thought, should I covering. cover? Should mm -hmm. I not cover? I went, ah, just let it be. I'm done covering. I didn't even cover the basil, and the basil was fine. Yeah. So Good. just slowly harvesting, slowly doing a little cleanup. And the big thing, which I'll talk about a little bit later, was I made hot sauce mm -hmm. from my peppers. Oh. So that was very enjoyable. I do love your hot sauce. How about you? What's going on with your garden? Well, let me see. I planted garlic. Oh, the garlic that I dug up um, at the beginning of the summer, mm -hmm. and I've been, you know, it curing it. So I planted that. I pulled out the beans, and I harvested my potato. Potato? Potato. Man, here's what happened. So I, ha I had them in this big bucket for the uh -huh. first time, and I pushed on the bucket, and the dirt came out, and I pulled on a plant, and I got a... Ping pong sized potato. Ping pong sized. Oh, man. Yeah, nobody wants a potato that's like one mouthful. You know, some people do so great with potatoes. I got to say, I never have either. I've grown them in a bunch of places. And, um, well, Christy, yeah. maybe let's be optimistic. Maybe there's some good ones on the bottom. Because I quick righted it again, and I thought, well, it needs more time. And am I right? You didn't do this in the earth, right? Did you do it in a bucket? I did it in a huge, like a tree bucket. Yeah, that's that supposed to be better. In. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It is only October 1st. There it is. It'll be fine probably for another month. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. So that was my Maybe week in the one garden. potato, two potato. <laughs> no, I wish I had two potatoes, but the one potato... <laughs> Well, don't forget, folks, if you ever hear words or terms you're not familiar with or you just want a good laugh, check out the Upside Down Dictionary on our website. And if you want to see pictures of our gardens, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Ah, summertime. The living is easy. The birds are chirping, the bees are humming, the insects are buzzing. Oh, no. What are you looking at? Get out of my garden. Who? Me? Yes, you, you awful bushy-tailed rat. <laughs> I'm not a rat, though, am I? I'm a rodent. Oh, looky here. A nice red tomato. Get away from that. I grew that from seed. I'm just going to take a bite, yeah? <gasps> and then I'll throw it on your garden floor. No! Get out! They find the bubonic plague on a squirrel in Jefferson County. Well... That's a laugh, isn't it? Like the humans don't have your very own plague. I'm coming over there right now. Oh, wait. What's this? Under my arm? Uh, oh, a little lump. <coughs> Is it a bubo? Oh, <coughs> I'm feeling a bit feverish as well. <coughs> okay, I'm keeping my distance, but you get out. This is delicious. Best part of tomato I've ever had. I'm full. What's this over here? A cantaloupe? They're my favorite. So kind of you. You shouldn't have. You asked for it. <gasps> Where are you? Where did you go? Up here. In my tree. Hello. I see you've made quite a mess of your beans. Oh, 
and your eggplant. <laughs> your aubergine, it's destroyed. <laughs> They're fragile, though, aren't they? They can't withstand your throwing pots and pans and whatnot at oh. them. Oh, no. I've got to get a grip. Finding your garden not the peaceful and serene oasis you thought it would be? Maybe it's time for a nice cup of gardeners. Get a grip tea. Made with the finest dried lemon balm, chamomile flowers, holy basil, dandelion root lavender buds, whiskey berries, rum raisins, and bourbon grains. We'll have you feeling better in no time. In fact, drink enough and you'll be feeling nothing at all. Have a cuppa. <laughs> You're gonna need it. I'll be back. Hey. Hey, I've been so excited to talk about recipes. Oh, good. I've always just loved to cook. I do not love to cook, so our recipes are probably going to be quite different. Oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I couldn't help but think about, uh, well, one thing I did this week, which doesn't have too much to do with the garden, but I made chicken stock. Good? Uh-huh. Which is a, I find to be a very enjoyable process, and it got me thinking about why I like cooking and why I like cooking from vegetables that I grew from the garden. Uh-huh. And this woman um, has this lovely little speech about the beauty of chicken stock. She says, this is from the play Maple and Vine by Jordan Harrison. She says, I made chicken stock. It was amazing. It took seven hours. I had to chop. I had to dice. I boiled the water. I skimmed. I strained. Things changed shape chemistry. When it was done, there was something there that wasn't there before. I made something with my hands. I know it sounds small, but I think I might be a little happy. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. Christy, while you were saying that, you uh -huh. know, I thought of a, a, a kitchen hack I do Uh huh. Um, when I make chicken stock. So I make it during the day in the winter, and then at night, I put it on the porch, and I cover it, and I put a brick on it so the squirrels don't get it. In the uh -huh. morning, the fat has risen to the top, and I can literally lift the fat out. Like a little, like a, yes, like a I've lid. Before. Like a, a fat, lid, yes. Like a lid of fat, because I don't like fat in, in, in my Yeah, not chicken, your chicken stock. Not, not, yeah. Anyway, if somebody, if somebody can use that as a hack, I'm glad. I will freeze the chicken carcasses. So I do until that Until I have a couple uh -huh. of them, then I just make a big, big batch of it. Okay, well, what about uh, what about the one thing that everybody has too much of? What about zucchini? So what do you do with that? Well, one of my favorite things to do is to zoodle it. I zoodle it? Good, good. Uh -huh. And it's you, it's a really great substitute in soup for noodles. Well, I don't really care for the zoodles in pasta sauce. They get too wet and mushy for my mm -hmm. taste, but I think they're perfect in soup. The other thing I love to do with zucchini is to make fritters. Or it's like a potato pancake, but instead of potatoes, you use zucchini. It's they're delicious. I just I made love some this week. Potato pancakes. So you just grate the zucchini. You grate the zucchini. Add an egg and do it the same as a potato pancake. You have to make sure you let that squeeze sit in some salt, salt and, squeeze and squeeze the crap out of that zucchini mm -hmm. so that they have get nice and crisp. That's right. Mix it with egg. Mix it with the flour of your choice. Onion seasonings. And then fry it in a really hot okay. pan. I'm going to make that because I love potato pancakes. And it's simple. Very I like simple. making simple things. And this is good for dinner, lunch. We It's really great for breakfast with eggs. 
I, I have a zucchini recipe. I actually brought some for you to taste. This oh, my is goodness. My, this is a surprise for you. I love you. it when we do this. So this is my zucchini hummus that I told you about. Oh, yeah. I want you to taste it. Sorry, folks, but we're six feet apart, So and, and I have short here, arms. Here are some crackers. I want you to taste it. it it's uh, here, One of the reasons I love it is you don't cook it. You put it in a blender. It is garlic, zucchini, and tahini with cumin. That's it. Hear that crunching? She's actually eating it. That's not a sound effect. That tastes like hummus. It, it, it doesn't it? It, it tastes, tastes exa- it. It's delicious, isn't it? Wow! I'm gonna just try some with my with fresh with fresh zucchini. Nothing cooked, raw food. That tastes better. exactly like hummus. It does. Were you expecting something different? Yeah, I was. I was shocked when I first made that it. That is like, amazing. This is so good. Wow. Okay. Okay, keep going. I'm going to keep... I'll, oh, our engineer's going to get mad if I keep okay, chewing Okay, well, like while this. you're chewing, I'll just throw this up there real quick. Um, on our website is also a lemon zucchini soup recipe. Extreme, extremely simple because it's. I put it up there and it's really simple. Oh, and can I say one more thing that I do that... This is a vegetable and scrambled eggs. You can take any vegetable almost, not beets. That would be silly. So you take peppers and zucchini, and maybe at the end you throw in a couple of cherry tomatoes. Uh-huh. Saute them for maybe a minute. And when they're to your liking, throw a scrambled egg in there. And it you're now eating so many vegetables with the protein of the egg. Perfect. And it's, again, like yours, it's breakfast, lunch, dinner. You, you choose. That's awesome. I like it. Uh, people also will have a lot of tomatoes this time of year. Uh-huh. My favorite tomato recipe is a tomato bolognese. Uh-huh. And I use this with fresh tomatoes. I just go out into the yard. Um, it You just need to saute an onion, then add some garlic, throw in some ground beef and some seasonings, tomato paste, parsley, and uh, about 28 ounces of tomatoes. They can be canned or just use your fresh mm-hmm. ones that you mm-hmm. have out there. You could throw in a little bit of wine if you want to, salt and pepper. At the end, throw in some chopped basil. It, 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 it tastes like summer in a bowl. You know that sounds so good. And also, it's quite close to the spaghetti sauce I made this week. This, the minute it gets cold, I'll make at least a gallon at a time and freeze it in servings. And I found out another hack that I never knew, which is when you saute mushrooms, if you add a little bit of soy sauce... It brings out the earthiness. Oh, I love that idea. I did it, and it works. It It's delicious. Mushrooms in anything. Mushrooms in anything, but the soy sauce, really. Oh, I love that idea. Rather than them, you know, sometimes their taste disappears. Yes. In the big acidic tomato thing. See, what I do with mushrooms is the old Julia Child trick. What did Julia do? Sherry. Of course. <laughs> sherry and butter. Yeah, sherry and butter. Yeah, sherry and butter good. makes everything better. Oh my gosh, that's a that's like a slogan. Sherry and sherry and butter makes everything better. <laughs> it does. That's good. <laughs> what about anything more on your zucchinis? Nope. Can I quickly talk about another raw soup that I made? Yeah, Again, yeah. Blender. Yeah. No cooking. Cucumber avocado jalapeno soup. And you just dice everything up. You put it in the blender, stick it, oh, with yogurt. Oh. Oh, yogurt, of course. Yo- Greek yogurt. Then you stick it on puree and put it in the fridge, let the taste n- melt together. Boy, is that good. I love all kinds of soups. And I love cold soup in the cold summertime. Soup, yeah. Oh, so good. 
I have a hot summer soup. You do? This is a summer harvest soup. And what I love about it is that with the exception of the protein, everything usually comes from my garden. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, The protein in this soup is Italian sausage, but I think you could probably use chicken or you could substitute mushrooms if you wanted to do vegetarian. Mm -hmm. So you need onion, butternut squash, green bell pepper, garlic, zucchini, tomato, and then all the herbs that come from my garden, basil, oregano, parsley, green beans, and potato. So if you get, if you can get a potato. Yeah. If you're me, you don't have enough of a potato. <laughs> so the yeah. only uh, the only ingredients I would I would use that would I would buy would be the Italian sausage and the potatoes. So and do then, you use um do you use do you make a roux? Do you saute the onions and garlic and yes. and then add water on top of that? Is that how you do it? Saute all the, the the big hard just vegetables add water together. On top. Yeah. Water or I like to use stock because or you stock. get more flavor out of it. You can it do that either way. though, right? If yeah. you're a vegetarian, you're right. gonna want to use true. you can use veg- vegetable stock. Yes. Yeah, so simple to, to differentiate. And then put the zucchini and and the green beans in later. Mm-hmm. because they don't take as long to cook. And then it's great with some Parmesan cheese and some crusty bread. I'm going to make it this weekend. I'm going to take pictures. Oh, good. Who doesn't want pictures of soup? <laughs> <laughs> Especially if the soup looks ravishingly good. Because we're not saying delicious. Yeah. If it we're looks like it's going to gonna make your mouth dance. Yeah, because delicious is such a generic word. Yeah. It, it's like a party in your mouth and everyone's invited. A party in your... Oh, that sounds so dirty. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say something even dirtier. Oh, go ahead. I dare you. Go ahead. It's our 13th show. We get to do what we want. Orgasmic. That's not dirty. That's oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of orgasmic, shall we move to baby food? Yes. Which is what often happens when you have the orgasmic experience. (laughs) Segway so smooth. So. (laughs) I am going to urge people, whether you have a garden or not, to go and make your own baby food. It's basically vegetables and water or apples and water or mash up some bananas. You will save so much money. Even if you use organic stuff from the grocery store, a lot of this stuff, it's, 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 there's actually an article about it on our website. You will know what's in your food. You won't get your baby addicted to the salt and sugar tastes at, from a, such a young mm-hmm. age. And um, if interested, go to the website, read this article, start making your own baby food. It's, it's so satisfying. It's interesting, too, how we've swung back around to making things from scratch again. Yeah. It be, you know, in the 60s, and seventies, um, you know, it was hard to have the time to make food from scratch, and actually to have food that was bought from the store was prized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mixes, cake Remember mixes. Remember, it was all about giving the woman of the house some leisure time. Ah, Remember yes. that? Remember that? Yeah. Now yeah. we have all that leisure time. Is that the deal? Now we have so much leisure time. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's let's make food for the world. Yeah. <laughs> Autumn, the falling leaves, the crisp breeze, the... What's this? I planted hundreds of bulbs yesterday, and they're all dug up. No! But I put cayenne and red pepper flakes on them. (gasps) My newly planted pansies, chewed to the root. 
Oh, come on. Was it that same awful squirrel who ate my tomatoes? Oh, do you feel that too? Winter's coming. Oh, look how bushy my tail is. It's gonna be a long one. Hope I have enough food stored away. Wait a minute. What's this? It's bulbs. She planted bulbs. And look here, bulbs. Tiny little tender bulbs as an appetizer. <laughs> an amusement. <laughs> How sweet of her. She must have forgiven me for eating the tomatoes. What a nice woman. Oh, wait. Oh, no, she didn't. They're spicy hot. Ha! I didn't see no Mexican food is my favorite. <laughs> Delicious and so satisfying. I'm gonna dig all of them up and hide them under my tree. Oh, and look here. <gasps> Edimentals, pansies and violas. I don't really like edimentals, but if she went to all the trouble to leave me dessert, <coughs> I wouldn't want to be rude. <coughs> like me mom always said, finish your plate. <laughs> look here, it's like a buffet out here. Oh, they're delicious! Oh no! All that work! I'm gonna get that squirrel if it's the last thing I do. High blood pressure day in the garden. Have a cup of Calm Tom's high tea. No longer just for pricey restaurants. You can have high tea in the comfort of your own kitchen. Calm Tom's high tea. Organic tea leaves, rose hips, our love, and a little something extra goes into every tea bag. Have a cuppa. You'll feel better. Hey, I want to I want to talk about another thing, which mm -hmm. is, and this is um, vegan and it's um, vegetarian. All that, although I'm not that. I do like meat. This is a Hungarian sauce, a hunter sauce made with. Parsnips, carrots, onions, and potato. Wow. That's pretty much Sounds it. Sounds delicious. It comes out as... Sounds hearty. It's so good. And the it's not sugar. In all of that, you use one half teaspoon of maple syrup. That's it. Compared to, you know... Maple syrup is a great sweetener. A half a teaspoon. Look at yeah. that. And apple cider vinegar. And it's one of my favorite things in the whole world. What do you, what do, you do with it? I eat it as a side with, like, if I make um, meatloaf, mm. uh, you can make dumplings mm. and eat it with, it, it's just delicious. It's a, a perfect side, or you can put it on top of your food as a sauce. Sauce or side, side or sauce. Saucy side. A saucy side. There's no losing with this hunter sauce, really. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Oh, I just said it. <laughs> oh, I knew you'd be the first. <laughs> You didn't want to say orgasmic again. <laughs> okay, anything Well, speaking else? of things that are hot and sexy, uh -oh. should we talk about Tomatoes, my, my hot and sexy with hot navel? sauce? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So every year, I, when my peppers start to turn red, I pluck them and I put them in a freezer bag and I put them in the freezer. And then when the moment strikes me, I pull them out and I will make hot sauce. Can I ask you before I saw you go I saw on? this in your eyes. You were like, 
You wanted a question. Yeah. I have a question. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, do you stick the whole pepper in the freezer? Do you seed it? Do you whole make pepper. this with the whole pepper? Because the seeds are where the heat is, That's right? That's right, yeah. So you use the seeds making the hot sauce. Yeah. Okay. And this recipe is loosely adapted from an Emerald Lagasse recipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. All right. So here's how you do my hot sauce. is um, It's best, I think, to have red peppers because then you don't need any food coloring at all. You can have to use a natural color okay, of whatever question, they are. Okay, question. I'm raising my hand. Yes. Um, so, Edith in the back. Um, yes. Th- thank you, uh, Miss Christie. So um, <laughs> when you say red, do you let the green ones turn red? or On or the they, vine. On the vine. Okay. On the vine. Th- thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Or, I'm answered. Or maybe they'll turn orange. Maybe they'll turn yellow, but just so they're not green. green. Okay. Make sure you wear gloves, folks. You only have to make this. I've made this mistake maybe five times without gloves and then you touch your eye and then your eye really, really hurts. So make Mm -hmm. sure you're wearing some kind of gloves. Remove the stems, chop them up, keep the seeds. You saute them with onions and garlic and water for about 30 minutes. Really? You let it cool. You put it in your blender or your food processor with some vinegar. You strain it. You bottle it. You refrigerate it. That's hot sauce. So oh the ingredients gosh. are just peppers, onions, garlic, water, vinegar. That sounds amazing. You know, one of my, I have three sisters, you know. My other sister, Uta, made hot sauce once. And I, and she did that. She wore, I think she might have worn a gas mask because she takes things to extremes. Mm. <laughs> and somewhere in, she sent it to us for Christmas and it was air. What is it called? Air mail when it flies? Well, it all flies, right? Yeah. <laughs> old am I I thought it came by buggy anyway <laughs> Pony Express yeah so um all the bottles exploded <gasps> oh, they were no. like too hot for the jar oh my gosh and I and I said to her what happened and she said it's probably the change in air pressure because she's more scientific than oh I it am. could it could be yeah it could be well I made a bunch I made I made eight bottles this week and then I have a lot more peppers that I'm just waiting for to catch up it's so funny. Catch up, s- get it? Sorry. Oh my God, that's <laughs> I just <realized> hilarious. <laughs> Unintended. So funny. Christy, you know what else is funny? There's like this empty spot in my pantry where once was a jar of your hot sauce. Well, you can just go put home it, with it out one. there. Just you gotta let it. it you gotta let it wait a couple weeks. All right. You know, so just I'll give you one tonight, though. Okay. We should talk about one more thing before we wrap this up, which is the chia jam. Yes. Which which we had on the list, also on the website. But it's a way to make jam with almost no sugar, bringing it down to almost zero, almost no cooking. Easy peasy. And I freeze it after I make it. Or you make a little bit and you eat it right away. Recipe on our website. Recipe on the website. Where is it, Christy? Where? On the website. And what is that dot, dot, dot business? Upside down tulip.com. Thank you. What about, what are we going to do with all the squash? This, all the spaghetti squash that we have? Um, there's a lot of recipes. There, 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 there are. Uh, but you know what? Um, How I'm do you gonna, cook yours? How do you, what do you normally do to get it ready? I, I cut it in half and I put the, I gar, uh, what do you call it? The, the olive oil on it mm-hmm. and I roast it. Yeah, but at 400, that's at what four, I do uh-huh, and then for about I, a half hour. I take it. I, I take it out with with the fork, so it looks like spaghetti, and I like it like that. I like it with sauce over it. I also like it without sauce. I made soup once, spaghetti squash soup. How was that? It was all right. It was wasn't it? My I felt favorite. like it would be stringy. Maybe I like stringy. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's wrong with felt like stream? it would be non-delicious. It was not non-delicious. <laughs> it was buoyantly good taste. I did a new recipe with spaghetti squash this week. That was you made it up. Uh, no, I found it okay, online, okay. but I made do? it. In fact, we just had it. We just had the last of it for dinner tonight, uh-huh. and it's a Tuscan spaghetti squash casserole, and it has uh, sausage in it, the, the the and spaghetti squash, and some sort of green, like you could have kale or spinach. The cool thing about it, though, is that it's it's a paleo recipe, so it's non dairy, and it has a creamy garlic sauce that was made out of. Garlic, cashew, coconut milk, lemon juice, salt, pepper, and red pepper flakes. Wow, that seems excessive. And <laughs> mix it all together. It I sounds also, so good. I also added sun-dried tomatoes. And I think you could substitute mushrooms for the sausage. On a, honestly, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good was it? It was. I would give it a solid 8. It was really good. Wow, that is good. Okay. Yeah, and it, it, it had this sort of creamy, cheesy sauce to it. So it was like a, in Minnesota, we call them a hot dish. I love casseroles. I love all-in-one pot meals. Yeah, all-in-one pot. And so then you, then you put it on the oven and you heat it up so the top gets nice and crispy. Christy, are you going to put it on our WWW? Yeah, I will. Oh, good. Yeah, it was really good. And I think you could adapt it for your own purposes, you know. Okay. Okay. Adapting is good. Uh, do you get a lot of basil? I, I do have quite a bit of basil. and No, I don't make um, the pesto, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what I do you do with don't. all your basil? I eat it. I eat a tomato mm-hmm. every single day. I eat a giant tomato. With, with, with basil? With basil for like five weeks. I don't get bored of food very easily. Yeah, I don't either. At all. I can eat the same thing for up to five weeks. I think that's my limit because that's how much I hate to cook. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm probably going to have to go out and make pesto this week, which is, of course, super easy to make because you don't even... You don't cook it, do you? No, you don't cook it. It's, It's basil, olive oil, some kind of walnut pine you know pine you can do a pine, pine nut is what's traditional mm-hmm. it's on the expensive side so you can use a walnut and some garlic and how and do you some, preserve it well that's the the tricky part because basil hates cold mm-hmm. it'll last in your refrigerator a couple weeks and i've frozen it before yeah. but you, you do lose its color what i think it's nice to do with extra pesto and a lot this is a lot of people probably do this already is to put it in ice cube trays Mm, mm-hmm. So then in the winter, when you're making a soup or a stew or a spaghetti sauce, mm-hmm. you can take one of those pesto cubes and pop it in. When you don't need it for the color, you just want it for the flavor. That's so interesting. I do that with bourbon. <laughs> Is that why I got drunk eating your soup last week? Maybe so. <laughs> you know I'm kidding because that stuff doesn't freeze. Oh, <laughs> that's so true what I know. I know. I couldn't believe you didn't call me on that. That's yeah. funny. Well, this was good, Christy. I, I feel edified. I do too. Good. I think we've got a lot of fascinating, mm-hmm. tantalizing, mm-hmm. tasty, mm-hmm. orgasmic recipes I think that we, we do have too. shared. And we'll put them on our website for people who want to make more. And then if you folks, if you do make these recipes, please take pictures or let us know how they went. Because who doesn't like food pictures? <laughs> Why do you laugh at that? I love food pictures. Don't you take you don't take pictures of your food I in a restaurant? Never in my life. No. Oh my god. No. <laughs> I've done that. All right, people out there, if you take pictures of your food in a restaurant, 
in your kitchen. Back me up here. Oh, so I do funny. the I do a lot of that. I do see some of that going on on um on Facebook. I do see the food pictures going on and uh sure, it's a brilliant thing to do. I have suddenly pivoted, directly pivoted 180, and I think you're a genius. <laughs> Guess what time it is? Is it is it mailbag time? Ring 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 ring. Okay. <laughs> Yay. This one goes, "Hello. I'm loving your podcast and binging it in preparation for next year. I'm at the tomato episode, and Edith wanted to know about the 7% that don't grow tomatoes. Well, that's us. Here is my explanation to Christy. She just wants to explain it to me. She doesn't want to explain it to you. I don't think that's her intent. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's right. Okay, now we've got a disagreement going Going on. back to the letter. We just bought a house in Lakewood, Colorado in March and thought growing tomatoes was old hat. We had always had them in our pots at our condos and apartments, so we decided to focus on a lot of other plants. Green beans, sugar snaps, radishes, turnips, cucumbers, summer squash, zucchini, corn, watermelon, and cantaloupe. Wow, she had a big garden, didn't mm-hmm. she? But gosh darn it, I miss those tomatoes so much. I was never a fan of raw tomatoes till we grew them ourselves, and I agree, it is the tastiest plant in the garden. Needless to say, we won't let another year go by without them now. Thank you so much for such a well-put-together podcast, Christy from Lakewood. Oh, wow. She came around to loving the tomatoes because when you grow them at home, they're totally different. And listen, Christy from Lakewood, you didn't just mean that for her, did you? Let let us know. <laughs> Write to me, not to her. Okay. Yeah, I loved that, Christy. Thanks so much. We wish you great tomato success next year. Now yeah. is the time to start dreaming about next year's tomatoes. We already are, aren't we? We're already yeah. thinking about next year. That's so funny. Look, I have a letter. Ring. Ring. <laughs> this letter is from Brad in Boulder. Hey, he starts out. You guys sound great. Thanks for coming up with this show. I love listening to it. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. He, back to the letter. Our gardening up here in Boulder is haphazard and slapdash. That's the way I garden, Brad. Mm -hmm. We built some raised beds for the first time this year and tried to grow some tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, and squash. The results were meager, but not so much that we're going to abandon the effort. My question is, do you have a short list of to-go vegetables, I mean go-to vegetables, that always do well out here despite the arid climate and short growing season? And do you have a list of things you will never, ever try to grow here? Keep up the good work. Thanks, Brad. He didn't grow zucchini this year, did he? Brad, boy, yeah. You can't even stop that from growing. It doesn't say zucchinis on it. He says squash. Oh. I bet that's what he meant. Could be. I bet that's what he meant. Yeah. Or unless he was doing butternut or spaghetti squash. But zucchini's always so reliable here. Yep. And, And peppers, I think, are really good. Yeah, I have no problem with any of these things. Tomatoes, cucumbers sometimes are a little harder to grow. Mm-hmm. These are good things to grow. Um, these are go-to vegetables. Yeah, I would Brad? also recommend beets. Always do well for me. Root vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Brad, do the root vegetables. Beets, um, onions. My onions aren't big. But... And lettuces and spinaches. Oh my gosh, that's right. Because by the time the lettuce is done and you've eaten it, it's time to plant things like green beans, which also do really well here. Yeah. 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 Okay, Brad, let's get you on the road garden rotation business. <laughs> and you're going to be planting a lot of stuff. Now, what about stuff that, Christy, what about stuff that you would not grow? I've given up on Brussels sprouts. Okay, me too. 
Me too, because the aphids get them every time before I get to them. And the growing season is so long mm-hmm. that by the time, you know, I, I've had this before. We say, well, wait till that first frost. And even when we've had a really long fall mm-hmm. and the first frost doesn't really happen until the end of October, my Brussels sprouts will be the size of marbles. Yeah, they were very disappointing for me too. I haven't grown them in many, many years. And, you know, and then when the aphids come, they also go on your other, your crucifers. I love that word. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed how much I use that word? Crucifers being broccoli and cauliflower. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. a great word. Crucifer. It's a great word. It sounds like something other than it actually means. And it and something could be cruciferous, right? Yes. Good for you for making use of the English language like that. <laughs> um, Christy. <laughs> Eggplant is something that does really well here. It does, but I've stopped doing it. How come? You know, I just think that I just haven't gotten, I don't know, the last couple of years, I've just, you wait all that time for just a couple, it takes so much space up in my garden mm-hmm. that I, I have, um, I just passed on. I haven't grown it in a long time. I grew, Last year, I grew this Ichiban, a Japanese yep, eggplant, the white, beautiful, oh, long, white, white. Oh, oh. I like sometimes, we should do a whole episode on unusual things we've done. Oh, unusual that's a great idea. Unusual things that we can plant. Yeah. Okay, l- listen to us, we're already dreaming about the future. Thank you so much, Brad, and thank you, Christy, for your letters. And now it's time for our Garden Inspiration of the Week. This quote is by the Belgian-American poet, novelist, and memorist, May Sarton. Everything that slows us down and forces patience Everything that sets us back into the slow circles of nature is a help. Gardening is an instrument of grace. Oh, I love that. That's that really good nice. for this time of year, huh? Really nice. Yeah, we need some grace right about now. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. And that's it. You're at the end of episode 13 of Upside Down Tulips. We feel it was lucky because we had a lot of fun. We hope that you did too. Who are we? We are Edith Weiss and Christy Montour Larson. And if you have someone in your life that you think would like this podcast, please do them and us a favor and let them know about it. We would appreciate it, right? We sure would. And what else? Did you know, Edith, that we also have a YouTube channel? If people I want should to have known that, huh? Because I'm on okay. half of this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> and people can also listen to us on the brand new shiny Amazon Music channel. Hey, you want to listen to something shiny, folks, because that doesn't happen every day. And if you're a fan of this show, please leave us a five-star rating or a review on Apple Tunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. We have someone else to thank, Christy. Let's have special thanks to Denise Gentilini for composing and performing the Upside Down Tulips theme song. If you'd like to hear more of Denise's music, go to denisegentilini.com or you can find that link on our website. And also thank you to our friend and talented actor, Karen Slack. Karen! Don't forget... If you make a mistake, your garden will forgive you. Shall we go watch the Bronco game? Let's do it. No blame. <laughs> go Broncos! Upside down.